welcome back to another episode of A Dancer's Mindset with myself, Isabella. As you can tell by my voice, <laughs> I've been um, I've been ill for a week. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of nasty stuff going around. So currently today, I'm embracing the husky um, <laughs> husky voice. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for all the support and the nice little messages on Instagram wishing me better. Um, I'm feeling a thousand times better and this is why there was no podcast last week because basically I literally couldn't talk so <laughs> didn't think that would be very useful um, but so happy to be back and so happy to be feeling like myself again. So <clears throat> today we're going to be talking about how we shouldn't focus on being a star and how we have to not be selfish because in the end it's not really about you you know um, I'm sure we often look up to those we admire you know those amazing ballerinas you love and think oh, I wish I was like them I want to be a star I want to be a star ballerina just like them and I just wanted to touch on this way of thinking as it can really deter you from what what's important and it can really make you start putting way too much focus on something that will only stop you from growing stop you from improving and stop you from actually getting that thing in the first place because you're placing too much value on things like fame and fortune and being a star and you know, in this day and age of Instagram and social media, I think it's even more um, in your face that this is happening because, you know, young people feel like they have to present themselves as a star already when they're still training. Like, look at me, I'm great. I'm amazing. I'm successful. And that's not really the way to go about it. But we'll talk about that more in a minute. But, you know, let me tell you, those who are stars weren't concentrating on the fame. You know, they were concentrating on being the best they can and being good enough, being great and just focusing on the work and being the best artist they can. Don't focus on being a star. I often get told that many people listen to my podcast from many different careers and that's amazing and this subject can be relatable to all of you whether you're hoping to be a star actress or a famous surgeon or <laughs> famous skateboarder <laughs> removing the focus from trying to be a star it's about you know the love of what you're doing being inspired by those that are better than you and trying your best every day with ballet terms, it's about being good enough that you can dance in a way that will make others feel something too. You know, making it not even about you at all. However, ironically, by being able to do that for somebody is rare and will make you an artist to remember, aka probably a star. 
But when you focus on being in the limelight and being a star, it removes what's important. And it may also show that you're not as in love with what you do as you think you are because you're not focusing on the important things. What you're focusing on is very superficial. It's not how an in-depth and how an artist should be thinking. You know, therefore it's often the case when you get into a company and you're not the star immediately after being a favourite at school. A lot of people can't handle that and lose interest in the art form altogether and quit. It also will make you realise what it is you actually want. If you want fame and fortune, then I don't think this career is for you. It's not about that. It's about a love of dance and a love of performing on stage. I think those who only focus on stardom aren't real artists and don't often make it or they burn out quite quickly. You know, that's why social media, like I said, is a dangerous thing for a lot of young dancers as you you all feel like you need to portray yourself as a star and professional already in your formative years. And when you do that, you you know, when you do that and you present yourself as a star, quote unquote, you have to exude this type of attitude and personality that's like, you know, look at me, I'm amazing. I'm a star. I'm great. I'm already great. But, you know, part of being better and getting better as a student requires to a certain extent, a less extreme version of, I kind of suck right now and I need to get better at this. And it's sort of impossible as a student at that age to have both of those personalities. It's rare to see both and to see someone do well with that kind of personality. Obviously you can, you know, post your practicing videos and there's many, there's many people on social media who you know, post their practicing videos and sort of share their journey and even, you know, share their fails and share, okay, just working on this, you know. But even so, it's it, it, it can be kind of dangerous, you know. Um, but it's, the, it's the, the dancers who worry me that they're sort of super young and who are, you know, portraying themselves as already extremely successful, I'm amazing kind of dancer because it's quite hard to grow and improve on that because it let's face it it's kind of the uh, the love of ballet and the slight anxiety behind it that makes us go god I need to get better oh my gosh I need to get better I need to improve this I really need to work on that like all that stuff really you know helps you get better (laughs) because you're very vulnerable and honest with yourself and obviously we talk about anxiety and we talk about self-doubt on this podcast a lot Um, and obviously you know we don't want any kind of crippling anxiety but to a certain degree we have to we want that sort of yeah I'm really not good at that I need to improve on this kind of attitude because that's the thing that helps you get better 
you know. But, you know, so it's rare to have both personalities. Now, you know, you will see both when you look up to people who are older than you and who inspire you, such as the people who have made it, such as Marinella Nunes, um, Zaharova, and any other major dancers who are also on social media. A lot of them are not, you know, a lot of them don't really do it, but some do these days and there's there's a confidence of who they are and their ability but it's done in a way that's almost proud proud of who they are after all that work they have done you know it's like they're a professional now they have succeeded in being a professional they have succeeded in doing you know many performances and done very well and they have huge respect and so obviously now they were happy to present themselves. You know, they still see there's never-ending improvement and always things to work on, but they respect themselves as, as an artist and all they have worked for. And they're not afraid to share that now in a confident way. And, you know, they deserve to. Years and years of effort has gone into it. And now, sure, they want to promote themselves and their love of dance and art online and share that. And that's, those are the kind of dancers that you should all be looking at, you should all be looking up to, you know, with younger dancers, of course, you know, like I say, you can post your practicing videos and share with the world your improvement and your journey, but never feel like you need to share just successes or, or a sort of facade of being a professional already in success terms, you know, that's going to stop you working on yourself like you need to your head will change, even if you don't realise it. You know, so look up to people on socials who inspire you, who have made it, who are vulnerable with their practice, even though they've made it, you know, who show you the effort they are putting in. You know, that's inspiring and that's and that's real. Um, and I think it's, you know, hugely important so, you know, look at your Instagram feed and things like that. And, and who's on there? Is it lots of inspiring dancers? Or is it a bunch of younger dancers posting their seven pirouettes for the day? You know, it's like I want you to watch real artists. You know, look at Lepakina, Uliana Lepakina. I think there's you know, that Instagram page. I think it's called Allonger. And... Um, you know, just watch how she even just moves her arms and things like that. Like watch actual performances of artists. That's what really matters. Look how they're making you feel something. You know, those people have focused and are focused on the work rather than the end result that is stardom, that is fame, that is fortune. It's like when people say, I want to be a famous actor. Just focus on being the best actor you can soak up the history the classes the teachers words and the same with ballet put in the work and the rest will follow naturally it's quite rare that when you focus on fame and you focus on stardom you say i want to be famous it's rare that those people actually get famous because the energy is given elsewhere you're not really focusing on what's important and you're not really focusing on the work so don't even think about that. Don't even think about that. You can think, oh, 
I hope to be um, an amazing dancer one day but that's my sole focus right now it's not the, the you know being the principal it's not I want to be a principal dancer one day it's that I would love to dance those roles one day I would love to present myself to the audience in that way and portray that role but in order to do that I've got to be the best dancer I possibly can so that's what I'm going to focus on now you know be honest and vulnerable with yourself believe in yourself that results will come with the action and the effort you put in the rest will follow but it's not something to focus on as it's not what will get you there guys (laughs) so that concludes my podcast today about stardom but I have a couple of questions here because you know now we start to do questions at the end of the podcast so these questions are from Catherine I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your last name right Catherine Russo oh my gosh I bet that's wrong I'm so sorry Catherine <laughs> um favorite memories from Vaganova oh that's such a good one we should make that a YouTube video but um I'll share a story now so there was a funny story um just like <laughs> in the dormitories of Vaganova, there's always these really, they're quite large ladies, um, sat at the bottom of the stairs. There's no lift. There's really any lifts in these old buildings. And if there is a lift, it's like this tiny, tiny, tiny narrow lift. But there was no lift. And I went on the fourth, my dormitory's on the fourth floor, you know, huge flights of stairs kind of thing. And when we shower at night, I love to put the shower on a little bit before so it gets all steamy and it's like really hot but I left the shower door open so the steam triggered the alarm it doesn't go off it just kind of goes off downstairs at reception so it triggered the alarm and then this (laughs) 10 minutes later this woman comes to the dorm like literally sweating puffing and panting because she's had to come up four flights of stairs and it's like Isabella oh and she was just like you know shouting at me uh in this sort of concerned way and I was like oh no I'm just just having a shower and she was like oh oh okay (laughs) had to go back had to go back downstairs she was quite annoyed I'd made her exercise um but that was a funny memory. I'll never forget. I loved the the, um, the babushkas, they were called, you know, like the, the grandmothers. Um, just because they were really sweet and were always like, how was your day? How was your day? Are you tired? I think that's literally all they'd say. Are you tired? And we're like, yes, still tired. <laughs> but they were really sweet. Um, and other nice memories. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's there's a lot. But off the top of my head, things like... I would used to, when, when, um, I first joined, I had quite a few, um, foreign friends before they sort of, they were older than me because I was quite young at the time and they left. So, you know, the last two years it was kind of limited in terms of who I hung out with. But the first two years I had quite a group of friends like Keenan Camper, um, Hayley Schwanz from Boston Ballet now and my friend Willem Hook and, um, we used to like celebrate Thanksgiving together and we used to make, this is hilarious, oh my gosh, 
I mean, they're all on my Facebook page, which is, um, you know, just like for my friends. But we used to, on a Sunday, we used to make music videos. Hear me out. So I, we used to, because <laughs> we're all performers, we're quite creative, and we used to make music, music videos like Chicago. You know, he had it coming, ta-ta, he had it coming, ta-ta. We used to make that, um... Oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't think that will ever surface the internet. I'll have to say. <laughs> we did we did Chicago. We did Ghostbusters. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, Die Another Day. Madonna. I mean, I'm sorry. And then I would spend... The, this is what I did on a Sunday when, my, when I was like... I'd first joined and my schedule was not as heavy as when it was when I... Uh, <laughs> the last few years. But um, so I used to like film really get them involved film them and then I would edit edit the videos all day Sunday and then I'd be like guys it's finished and then we'd watch it in the afternoon um it was how I was entertained I entertained myself and everyone else so that's a really nice memory and I have those videos and they're just oh my gosh they're hilarious um (laughs) all right one more question um how do I know if I'm not, if I'm working hard enough? And how do I know if I'm doing enough? I think that's a really good question. And um, I think this deserves a podcast episode on its own, really. Because, you know, this is quite a, a um, quite a topic that everybody comes to me about sometimes, especially those that are not in full-time education. Um, but, um, I think you just have to think to yourself, look at your schedule, like, am I really, am I doing everything I can? Am I doing everything I can each day? Am I, am I doing my best in the class each day? Uh, To be honest, I, you know, I don't think I ever thought about this. I don't think I ever thought to myself, am I trying hard enough? I just decided to try hard. That's it. So, you know, in the ballet class, I just made a vow to myself that, you know, the technique class is the most important. You know, ballet class is the most important thing. Everything else is a little extra thing. Like your your conditioning outside is extra. Your stretching is extra. All very important. But the ballet class where you're honing that technique is really important. And so you need to vow to try your best each day. Try your absolute best. Like, are you pointing your feet as much as you can? You know, are you holding your leg just that little bit longer? Are you really trying to jump? Are you giving every exercise your absolute best? You know? And that's all I decided to do. And then... Um, you know, um, the results started to come in. And I think that's what you need to focus on more than anything else, rather than worrying that you're not doing enough. Like, just do what you can, do what you're doing. And, you know, the results will come. There are many dancers who weren't necessarily in ballet schools, but they would, you know, really only be doing two hours a day, like a two-hour tech class, you know, ballet class we'd call it, you know, some people call it tech tech class, technique class, um, and that's all they do, 
for a long time before they started to you know have opportunities to do more but they valued that class so much and that's where the huge improvement came from so focus on that focus on what it is you're doing doing it the best you can and not worrying about doing enough I mean there's you know <laughs> like I say if you constantly compare like I could easily have you know done my year at Vaganova then looked at people going to summer schools as well and thought oh god should I be going to summer schools as well or should I not have eight weeks off but I was just like no I've tried my best a lot for like <laughs> however many months and I know for my body that conditioning and stretching is going to be better for me than doing loads of you know summer school work now that's just going to tire me out even more so just make a vow to try your absolute best in everything you do and that's enough that's enough so guys I'll leave it there for today thank you so much please do send your questions in isabellapodcast at gmail.com um, because I'll happily answer your questions each week and we will do another um, podcast episode on that I think that's a really good one so thank you Catherine for your questions and guys I am sending you all lots of love and I'm so happy to be back I hope you didn't miss miss the podcast too much I know some of you really rely on it now but um, the podcast will be back every week and I just want to thank you all so much for the support and I know this helps a lot of you worldwide and um, please share it please share it on Instagram on your Instagram stories tag me at Ballet with Isabella I want to see I want to see your love for the podcast I want to see you know you sharing it because it means the world to me and just you know feel free to always send me a message and I'll reply when I can and you know just keep going I'm so happy this podcast is here for you so it can help you through your journey because you know sometimes we need that support and I'm here for you so go about your day now, whether you're going home from ballet class or going to ballet class. Give it your all and try your best. You know, I'll be thinking of you. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. And bye for now.